0: Welcome to You Must Chill, the weekly podcast on all things screen free. My name is John Allen Turner, and the guy who is examining his forearm very, very cautiously over there is Hal Edward Runkle. What's disgusting? What is going on with you, Hal? I I
1: I collected some bites of some sort. (laughs) Some some.
0: That does not sound good No,
1: no Well, it doesn't look good either
0: Did you you come back from your trip with that? Yeah, I did I got it
1: the day after I played um, Got to play pebble beach golf links
0: so you and john Kaplan, the managing director of the scream free institute took a little trip
1: we took a little trip it was part work we got to speak to some great army families at the uh, presidio
0: of monterey and now we have made that trip as an organization how many times four times now and when i say we as an organization i mean you you mean me you have uh, hogged that trip all to yourself you're perfectly willing to share the others i've noticed but not not this one, nope. <laughs> Unapologetic, Hal. Ronco. I will quote Bobby Brown on this one. Oh, <laughs> my that's <your> prerogative. prerogative.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yep, we have our first Bobby Brown quote. Yes, we do. Okay, da-na. so. Well, that, so the price that you pay is these... Is, uh, i got Chiggers,
1: it looks oh, like. Oh, goodness. Well, stay, Doesn't it look like they're burrowing I, in right there? <sighs> you were lived in Texas. You I You remember did, yeah, Chiggers. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. So I, I don't lived know in why. Louisiana as yeah, well. Yeah, you so get them I, there. Yeah. But apparently they are... Uh, all a flutter on the Pebble Beach golf course.
0: Well, by all means, continue scratching your yes. arm near my coffee. And I will I rub it. In, I will shake your hand oh. after I scratch. <laughs> no, you stay on that side of the table, sir.
1: I'm sure it's it's not deadly.
0: Okay, all right. So, uh, so, so the trip was good, though.
1: You, you, of course, yeah. the trip was fantastic. And now
0: you got to go to Pebble Beach and uh, Monterey, and I got to go to Tulsa. You did. I went you to got Tulsa, Tulsa hey, Oklahoma. There are
1: far worse places in Oklahoma to go. <laughs> Than Tulsa,
0: <laughs> spoken like a true Texan. <laughs> yes,
1: yes. Tulsa is is among the visitable places. It is, in, uh,
0: I, and I always have a good time when I go there. Yes. I have a lot of friends who were there,
1: so uh, yeah. And so, I, there's parts of Oklahoma City that I think are really cool too.
0: I think so too. Have you ever been to the memorial there? No, like, yeah, Oklahoma absolutely. City? It's incredible. Yeah, that's a, it's that's a good trip. one of it's the best
1: moving. One Of the best museum tribute memorials I have ever seen, it is right really well done. Um, but like, yeah, so I'm going down, I'm going there, I'm going to Lawton, Fort Sill. Yeah, I'm taking that yeah. trip. You're not I did taking that, I
0: did that last year, yeah, right? Before say. I went from there to and met you in Detroit, we so, went to South Korea together,
1: right? I don't hog
0: that. That's uh, true, all, that's you true. You're, you're willing to go to your share of not a list places, less than a list, yes, right. But when 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 an A list place comes up, and I I don't begrudge you that. No, hey, you went to
1: Hawaii last year, and I I did not. That's true, right? So you you did that.
0: I think you had right. You always have right of first refusal, though. I mean, that's just your again your prerogative. My
1: prerogative.
0: (laughs) Well, you're doing kind of a lounge version. My
1: (laughs) (laughs) prerogative.
0: Now we here at the Scream Free Mm -hmm. Institute, we we've been going through a a a bit of a Mm -hmm. like a Mm rebranding thing. Mm -hmm. For a while, we're re-examining our website. We're yes. re-examining our mission statement. Yes. we we have uh, historically been focused on uh, uh, relationships, specifically relationships having to do with a nuclear family. Yes, right. So with uh, with screen-free parenting, screen-free marriage. Now yes. the the uh, parenting your teen materials. Yes. Uh, we're branching out a little bit. We've got uh, some opportunities, and w- we have done these in the past. We're just trying to make it a Piece little bit meal, more Piecemeal, yes. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So you've done, you and your wife did... Um, We've done teaching. teaching we developed right? a teaching and curriculum. You went, you went to the other side of the world
1: to do that, right?
0: hmm Saipan, so, yes, is that where the it was?
1: Island of uh, islands of Saipan and Tinian and Rhoda. So, if you know your World War II history, I they were I, uh, very instrumental in winning the Pacific Theater.
0: I am much more uh, astute about my the European Theater. Yes. than about the most Pacific people theater. are. Yeah, most yeah, people but, are. But that trip to Hawaii actually really Helped sort of you, yes. uh, and piqued my interest in that. So I'm doing more and more research in that arena.
1: Yes, it's, it's incredible how uh, equal the two right. great uh, battles, if you will, yeah. you know fronts. Were in terms of ferocity and intensity, and and casualties, loss of life, loss of life and, all that. And, yeah. yeah, very, very, uh, very different in tactical. Yes, right.
0: One was primarily a land. Yes, and the other was primarily a, a sea, a and the, Yeah, the Pacific
1: battle. is is in many ways what gave birth to uh, the Marines. Yeah, yeah that's, right, true. Right. that's true. That's true. So,
0: ways. so we uh, we've done teaching. Even though we're, Marines ready have
1: to... been around forever, but that that was when the Marines really
0: came to the forefront yes. and really were sort of recognized in, in you know full Yes
1: so we got to go teach do teach scream free teaching there and I've done it a few places here and there
0: and of course I've done a, a lot of leadership development in my past mm-hmm. and, and and you've done some as well so we're kind of merging our content that we've done over the years and refining it and really really making it very scream free in its language and its approach and in yes. its outlook and so we're going to be doing some leadership development things and, and maybe even helping some folks uh, figure out how to bring calm into their workplace. Yes. Um, uh, but we, we don't ever want to push too far away from family things. And, and, no. No. And,
1: that will always be kind of our, our heart.
0: And recognizing that uh, the face of families just looks different now than when you and I were kids. Drastically. You know, uh, with the you know the advent of no fault divorce in the late seventies yep. and, and uh, how that affected society in the eighties and, and now it's it's fairly commonplace. My it's very rare for my children to have uh, you know, friends who live with both biological parents.
1: Right. It is. It's it's interesting. It how it is, is not quote unquote normal. Right anymore. Your family, intact biological family.
0: Your family, nuclear family, if you will. The way it is made up right now was considered normal for a very, very long time. Right, mom, dad. Sure. You guys have been married for twenty-one years. Yes. And you have two kids. We got two kids and a dog.
1: We we got married first. Right (laughs) before we had the kids. It's all the you know stereotypical traditional family makeup,
0: and that is becoming less and less the norm. Yes, it is. I I It's it's more and more the exception to the rule rather than the rule itself. I think it's, you know, it it's
1: hard demog- demographers will argue sure, about stuff yeah, a yeah, lot, yeah. right? It's hard to to tell at any one moment, but um it is closer to 50-50 in terms of uh, you know, traditional nuclear family versus right. uh kids waking up with one parent in their house
0: or now more and more um, what used to be called step families, yes. you know, now we're sort of referring a more right. gentle, gentle term. One, bio- blended yes.
1: One biological parent in the house, right? right? And so that is becoming more and more normal for that experience to happen.
0: And so as we really seek to serve families sure. of all sorts, sure. of all brands and shapes and sizes and However, kind of stuff, however we meet them. Right. Um, doing some things for single parents, for example. Yes. You know, we've talked about maybe doing that. And you have the opportunity this week to do some stuff w- with uh, with blended families.
1: Yes. I am speaking to a group of blended families on, on this weekend. And so we're kind of debuting some Scream Free blended families material. Right. And you and you I will. have a very
0: good friend who, I mean, this is his...
1: His wheelhouse. Ron Deal is is among America's foremost experts on it, uh, possibly in S- yeah, the world. Exactly. I mean, he smart is, step yeah. families.
0: It's it's fantastic stuff. He does really really fantastic work. And so, uh, Ron, if, if you're listening, please, um, you know, we're going to borrow from your. And, and always quote you, Of course. I've seen him speak a number push. of
1: times and read books. I read his, is, he's, a,
0: he's a fantastic presenter who he is, has he is. just a great story as well, like his personal journey over the last few years. I remember you and I were out mm-hmm. at Pepperdine with him in, what was that, 2009, I mm-hmm. think it was, and uh, just, uh, just dealing with heartbreaking tragedy and, sure. and all that kind of stuff, and yet sure. doing it with an amazing amount of grace and transparency yep. and, uh, and integrity. So uh, you're going to be presenting this content. So they say. <laughs> <laughs> so they have me on the bill. This is one of the things about working at Scream Free, for those of you who don't, maybe you don't want to know how the sausage gets made, mm-hmm. but um, we sometimes struggle with creating new content unless there's a hard deadline, deadline right? right? So there's a hard deadline coming up. And, yes, uh, there is. Now,
1: you're doing this with which organization? With uh, I'm doing it at my kids' Private school, okay. To so a, a workshop for the parents of that private school. Now again, Greater, I, greater Atlanta Christian School,
0: and I graduated from that school. Yes, it's a lot different than when you were there, right? When I graduated from that high school, of course, I was only there for about a year and a half, if that long. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, uh, children of divorce and blended families—that was the again. That was the, the vast majority of people had never experienced that. True, true. And now, I, I don't know what the percentages are yeah, over there I at Greater I Atlanta Christian. It would be high. It's, it it's got to be close to the, the—
1: Reflective of the larger population, for community. sure. Community, okay, sure. so— uh, um, No, probably not, because uh, there are—I was just reading this article in The, uh, the um, Economist um, that I brought in. I need to show it to you oh, about, yeah. about how the socioeconomic gap is shaping families— you know, it, it used to be there was a racial gap in terms of how right. families and now it's far more class than race. Well, yeah,
0: I've noticed that just in general in America, more and more things are a result of socioeconomics yes. rather than just pure race, whether we're talking about poverty right. or education or now you're talking about.
1: Because statistics can show that the racial gaps have closed right. dramatically, even though obviously we still have huge problems. In that area, but the uh, social, uh, you know, social class gaps have increased dramatically, and how they impact parenting and family makeup Ah. is amazing. So, still, college-educated white family and a college-educated black family are more similar. Than than they were in 1970, right? For instance, right?
0: And and probably have more in common than a college educated white family and a high school dropout white family.
1: Yes, exactly. uh, Yeah, a a, a white dropout family is very similar to a black dropout family.
0: Right. Much more so. So so they're they're being uh, they're gravitating more towards the similarities are, are a result of their socioeconomic status.
1: Yep. Yep, and even now there's a uh, there's a book that's just come out called Our Kids and it was reflecting how the family makeup will predict college success more than 8th grade test scores. Huh? Which we as sure. systems, yeah, thinkers family, uh, systems thinkers and family systems thinkers and therapists uh we've kind of known that, mm-hmm. at least on a theoretical level, we've operated that way, but now there's there's more and more um, Hard science empirical to data yeah. to back that up. Uh, we, But what he says is, look, that we're not going to uh, dramatically shape how people do family. You know, you're not going to change that in order to Uh, increase education, we're not going to change family. We can say you need to stick with the nuclear traditional family all you want. It's not going (laughs) to happen. That's not going to happen. Right. What we are looking at is this blended family phenomenon, this single-parent phenomenon, as more and more the norm. Yeah. And it's going to continue to be that way.
0: And so that being the case, how do we come alongside those people and provide the scaffolding that they need to ensure... That their children have the the best chance at
1: succeeding. Absolutely, and they do. They they have uh, they do have a dramatic chance at succeeding. Oh, sure. Uh, blended families can be uh, tremendously successful. I think. And see, they that can... was
0: the thing that we heard a lot, especially when you and I were in graduate school. Mm-hmm. You know, was uh, uh, and even an undergraduate when when we were that age. What we were hearing was children of divorce are more prone to risky behaviors, sure, sure. and they're going to perform poorly on tests and uh, economic disadvantage and all of that kind so of stuff. So we need to get people to stay married. Right. At all costs. No. And, and some of that was religious baggage. For
1: sure. Oh, Absolutely was. Absolutely was. And some
0: of it was we were trying to bolster it with some social factors right. as well. And what's interesting
1: about, say, say our friend, Ron Deal. Yeah. He, he is... Uh, Firmly within a Christian sphere mm-hmm. of influence. And is very big within within very explicitly in, in, Christian. Yes, yes. Yes. In that field in terms of where he works and his books and stuff. And so he will sometimes field criticism from the right wing of that Christian field that sure. says why You
0: shouldn't even be offering exactly. help because you're encouraging people. You are to get encouraging
1: divorced. people by making Their post-divorce, post-step-family configuration life better. Right, you are actually making it easier for them to end their proper, yes, quote-unquote proper nuclear family life. You are making it easier and more attractive to get divorced if you're removing some of what should be the negative right, consequences of divorce. you they
0: feel the sting of this.
1: From generation to generation. Yes. So how dare you help them? And here's what—I I really like his answer, right, is he said, I still believe in option A— Mm -hmm. as the best, Mm -hmm. and I can show you the empirical data, how it is best for children, right? It is best for education. It is best Mm -hmm. for uh, your economy. It's ideal. It is the ideal. I still believe in that. However, the reason why I work so much with option B is because I love option A so much, and when I'm working with option B, blended Mm families— I want to prevent them from divorcing again, right? Because that is actually the trend. Yeah, and that that second marriages fail at, at a, a higher, higher rate, rate than the first, first ones, marriages. and third marriages fail at an even, even higher rate. rate. Right. Yeah. So if I if I really do love option A, then the people who are already in option B, I want to help them make the best of that, right? So that they have a chance have their children pursuing option A, for instance, mm-hmm. right? Because he can he can show how if uh, option B for blended family is done poorly... Yes. ...it increases the chances for the younger generation to, again, not find marital happiness. Right.
0: And I think there's a difference between encouraging divorce and encouraging divorced people.
1: Absolutely, there's a difference, yeah.
0: You know, and, and just because you're doing one doesn't necessarily mean you're doing the other. Right.
1: Exactly. So... Exactly. And, and, and from our perspective like I, I liked how you said it, we want to come alongside people wherever they're at. Yeah. However we meet people, right? Because...
0: Because people can always get better.
1: Of course. Of course. Always. And, and they can function very, very well. And here's what I'm learning in my work with blended families over the years is is we're still talking about a family. Because, see, right. I, I have been... Right. Un, inadvertently, over the last few years, I've been involved more... With helping people divorce, then Hel- I have people been— people stay married. Yeah, it's yeah. been interesting, uh, just the the way that the kind of the requests have come my way, that I've helped people. And as I've learned to help people divorce really, really well, I am learning that they're still a family. Yes. Yes. Right?
0: So just because y- y- you've divorced doesn't mean that you're not still involved in that other person's— Absolutely. I- —in your ex's Especially, like, Life, especially, if especially if you, you have kids. If you have children. If you have kids, we're going to co-parent for the rest forever. of our lives. And so then you add to that this other layer of finding someone else. Right. And when, Like when you're my age, you know, I'm 45 now. Right. So when you're in your mid-40s and you go through a divorce and you start thinking about dating or possibly sure. another relationship, getting married, odds are... You're going to be marrying a package deal. You're going to find someone who also has kids. Yep. So now you've got my kids and her kids and their kids. And And that's the
1: weird joke, right, is if you found somebody that had never been married (laughs) by the time time they're 45, 45, then there's other questions that you're going to have. Right. right? If
0: you find someone who doesn't have kids by the time they're in their early, mid-40s, you you wonder. There's there's other
1: issues, right? Right. There's a lot of jokes that have been said about that that we're not going to say, but (laughs) but the the reality is that uh, what we want is for whatever family configuration you happen to be in right now, we want you to be able to function at your absolute best.
0: Right. And we think that's still possible. It's not like you've done such irreparable damage, you'll never be able to... And if you
1: commit to being scream-free, it's probable.
0: Exactly. So...
1: Because, because so many of the principles that we would say for screen-free co-parenting, for instance, right, are the same as screen-free parenting, because from the very beginning, we did not want to address couples.
0: Right, and we've, we've cautioned against people who take this stand that, well, my wife and I always have to present a united front. Oh,
1: good Lord, no. You know, we- I hope not.
0: We've cautioned against that. We want people to be think very, very carefully. Yes, because when you say something like yeah,
1: that, I want parents. You know, parents. I want parents in conflict openly and showing their kids how adults can help, can deal with conflict in a very adult, mature way. Right. I I sure. want them to see that. Yeah. Right. So uh, we. But when we say eh, they can't, they got to be on the same page. You know, then we're actually encouraging the invitement of resentment that they're not on the same page, that I can't get my spouse can't to get, do well, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So that's
0: one of the questions that you and I frequently get. How do I like, get my yeah, spouse? How, well, my you know. spouse and I, she's not on the same page with me, or he's more like this, and how do I get him? Sure. First of all, can I just say mm. how tired I am of answering questions yes. that begin with the words, how do I get uh, so-and-so to do such-and-such? Right, oh, my right. goodness. Uh, yeah, pretending
1: a- you have power over another person, <laughs> even if it's a two-year-old. Yeah. Right? Please. Yeah. Good luck with that. Good luck. That's what we tell them, right? You've, you've not read the material. You, <laughs> you know, you need to go read the book again. If you're still asking, people will say that at the end, you know, we'll be speaking and yeah. somebody will say, okay, okay, I heard what you say. Um, but how do I get, and usually the rest of the audience is like, ah, you know.
0: I was presenting some content at this uh, a Christian conference in Tulsa yes. last week, and that was, I did a, a keynote there, and then I did a two part class. And after my first class session. I had so many people come up to me and say, oh boy, I wish so-and-so had been here. Oh, mm-hmm. I need to get that CD mm-hmm. so I can give it to my son-in-law. I need to give my mm-hmm. husband, whatever. So the second day I got up and I just said, hey, how about we just pretend like I'm talking to you? Yeah. I'm not talking to anyone who's not here. Just make the assumption I'm talking to you. You figure out how this applies to you. Right. And just worry about that.
1: I'm talking to you about you. Yeah,
0: exactly. Right, not talking to you about him. And, I, and I'm certainly not talking to someone who's not here. Sure. I'm sure. talking to you about
1: you. And that's what we've tried to do with Screen Free Parenting, is saying, look, this is for parents of all ages, with kids of all ages, because it's not about your kids, but it's also not about your spouse. Mm. It's for yeah, every, it, it every, you. every great parent is a single parent, because you are making decisions about how you want to be with your kids.
0: And that is such a radically different idea, from rather the- than
1: how you think your spouse and you need to be with your kids. How
0: do we parent together?
1: Yeah. How do no? How do you want to be with your kids? Mm-hmm. Which is the only person in that whole scenario and that you have that any- you can get <laughs> exactly. to do anything, right? <laughs> right. But there are given with that stated, there are some special unique circumstances. Issues challenges challenges yes and therefore I think principles yeah that are especially helpful I believe for step families or blended families
0: and things that don't even necessarily they're not actions Mm -hmm. they're things to keep in mind right that can help you they're principles yeah principles that that can really help you get your blended family. Off on the right foot. Right. You know, and, and one of them, and we've talked about this, is that every step family or every blended family begins with loss. Yeah, it does. At some level. At whether, some level. Whether someone died or whether a relationship— Whether the relationship died. There's been a death— Yes.
1: It's either a relationship that died, it's either a person that died, or it's a dream that died about what a family was going to be built around or built out of.
0: One of the biological parents is no longer in the house, right. in the home. And so the, the children in that in, in that situation are dealing with the physical loss. Yes. Again, whether that is through death or through a separation or through a divorce— Mom has moved out, dad has moved out or or they're just no longer here and there's loss.
1: When there's a death, one of the things that we have learned about grief is that grief in a family system is not going to be experienced the same way at the same rate.
0: That's a big thing, yeah.
1: Among everyone in the family.
0: Well, I'm over it, why aren't you? Right. And a lot of times that's mom or dad saying, "Well, listen, I got over this a, a long time ago. Why can't you?" Yeah. Get get over this. Well, for one thing, mom, dad, husband, wife, whatever, you knew your relationship was in trouble before the kids knew.
1: Right. Or at least you were openly talking about it. The kids suspected it, usually. But, but you, you yes. knew
0: inside. Yeah. Oh, this is in trouble. Long before sure. you knew that inside, before you vocalized it to anyone, right? you probably vocalized it to someone before you vocalized it to your kids. Well, I would hope so, but yes. So... You knew, you, you right. started the grieving process yes. earlier. Long you got a before, head start. Long before. Long, before. long before.
1: And you are a participant in... Yeah. If 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 it's a divorce, even if you're not the one who initiated it, you're participating you in, it. in it. You played a role in it, yeah. You're playing a role in the disillusion of, not disillusion. Dissolution. Dissolution, I guess
0: disillusion as well. Yeah, yeah right? true. You bought into an illusion, Yeah, and yeah now, now you we have... have that has it. been removed from you.
1: I remember a conversation with my father where, I, when I was a teen, late teenager, you see a lot
0: of people don't know this. You are the product, product of, of
1: a blended family, yes. right? My parents divorced when I was started the divorce process when I was eleven, mm-hmm. when they separated, and then my dad has remarried twice, mm-hmm. so I've had two different and your mother is remarried, families, and now my mom is remarried.
0: But that was not yeah. that didn't happen until you were yeah until an, I was an, an adult in right my yeah
1: thirties, but um. Yeah, so I came out of that and I remember a conversation with my dad late teens where I said, "Hey dad, I want to talk about the divorce." You know, and, and he said, "Well, you didn't get divorced."
0: Um,
1: right? Yeah. And it was this this yeah, yeah, this, yeah. this uh really really um self-focused uh perspective that uh I was the one that went through a divorce, not you, so it couldn't have affected you right. like it what affected Right. What did you me, lose? Right? I lost something sure, you didn't. Sure. And it it was it was just this interesting perspective this, that there was only one loss that happened, mm-hmm. but, but everybody's experiencing a loss. Right. Right? And, and that's one thing to be cognizant of is that we began with that. A nuclear family typically, or at least on movie screens, uh, yeah. begins with nothing but joyous decisions.
0: And addition. Yes, there is. There is a a consistent addition,
1: not a subtraction,
0: right? So it it is it is me adding my wife, and then my wife and I adding a child, and then adding another child. And so you go through a process of addition, right? And now all of a sudden we've got subtraction,
1: yes, subtraction, and then multiplication or division, division, yeah, 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 subtraction and division, and what we do in an effort to a lot of times, in an effort to um, heal that subtraction and division, is we think what we're doing is then substitution.
0: Mm, yeah.
1: We're bringing in a this substitute. It, this is, this is here's your, your new mom. This your new mom, right? Yeah. This is the new dad. Yeah. Which is absolutely the biggest mistake any blended family can make. Yes. is think it's what you're actually doing uh, for this team is bringing in a sub. Uh, right. You're not.
0: Well, and... Yeah, 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 you finish yours. And then well, I have, you're, just, I have...
1: you're bringing in a new teammate. Yeah. But in no way is it a substitute because the other player is still on the still court. Still there. Well, I mean, yeah. e-
0: even if, this is something to remember, even if, if the other one is dead, dead their presence there. is still there.
1: There will never be another mother. Right.
0: right? Or, or father, father for that yeah. Matter. There yeah. will never
1: yeah. be another one.
0: And so I could never replace... Right. Uh, that, yeah. So that's not my intention. My intention is not to be your new dad.
1: Sure, sure. And this is so hard, though, because when you, as a, you know, a divorcee, mm-hmm. then find a new love, right, that is tremendously helpful in your grieving
0: process, yes.
1: right? You've You've buried the marriage, you've buried all the dreams that you had associated with the marriage. Particularly
0: was- if she has gone through a divorce as well. Oh, yeah. Or you've both yes. done that. And so, and now, regardless of where, who, you know, who's a few steps ahead or right. behind, you're, you're mutually beneficial and to one another. And you're finding newness. Yes. Right. And again, not as a replacement. In many ways,
1: it, is, it, it certainly has a chance more of being a replacement wife than it does a replacement mother. But even that, but I even think, think is, that is, a is a tenuous proposition. Oh, yeah, because you're still using the framework of the real, old relationship. You are
0: so much better than yes. so-and-so. As if you are yeah.
1: a new entry into the old template. Right. Right. Which, no, we got to have something new. This is a
0: completely new template right. here. Right. You're
1: yes. my first, second wife. Yes. Right? You are not my second,
0: first wife. Say that again, because that's good. That's important. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, you are, are my first, second wife. wife. You will never be my second, first wife, right? Yeah, that's good.
1: Yeah, somebody should write that down. <laughs> <laughs> this is see, this is how we create someone, content here. Someone write that screen down free. and email it to me, please. Right. John T at ScreenFree yes. dot org, that's org. Dot org. That's right. right, we're rebranding as a nonprofit. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that's that's an interesting way to think about it. And in no way will you be anyone's new mom. Mm-mm. It's the biggest mistake blended families make. is in this energy that you feel by getting remarried. There's a newness there. There's an excitement. You're finding love, mm-hmm. right? A new love, a new romantic. You're being chosen. And a part of
0: you that has been dormant for a while yes, is sort of
1: coming back... To alive. Alive, right? Yeah. And you want that, because it feels so good to you, you want it to be a blessing
0: to your children, right. because you've seen your children grieving so much. But remember, yeah. they are behind you in that process. And... You started that, you had a head start on that. And on a different journey. Yeah. Right? Yeah, because you're, you're, you're replacing a spouse, but, or not replacing a spouse, but you, yes. you are... Getting a new spouse. ...discovering a new spouse, a new partner in life... Right, and, and they are have another adult authority figure that they have to negotiate, right. navigate. Right, right. So oftentimes, in an effort, and this goes back
1: to what we were talking about earlier. I think is that uh, that long time standing primacy of the quote unquote nuclear, nuclear family, family yeah. as the ideal. What we after that ideal has been. Crushed or mm-hmm. killed or yeah. whatever. Or After just unraveled. Unraveled. Yes, yeah. whatever word you want to use. We still hold on to that as an ideal. So what we, we want, want to recreate this exactly. Ideal. So we've still got that old template that we're just going to place new people into, and that's what I hear a lot of times. I used to do a lot of counseling with blended families, and we're we're a, we're, we're a normal family, just mm-hmm. like everyone else. Yeah. No, no you're, you're not. not. You're not now. You might be normal normal in terms of statistics out there, right, but you are right, not right. a nuclear family anymore.
0: But one of the things that Ron talks about is in terms of uh, loyalty and trust mm-hmm. and love. Mm-hmm. Those things are default settings with your biological children. Yeah, and those things have to become decisions. Right in a blended family. Right and again,
1: am I going to?
0: Am I going to trust this one? Am right. I going to be loyal to this one? Am I going to love this one yeah. with a with a ferocity, with a parental sort of love,
1: or with it, or with the love towards a parent?
0: Right, that's what I was going yeah. for. Yes yeah. Is I can choose that. Yeah. But I can't force, right, a, a child well, to choose that. Yeah, and that's it, you can't expect it. And so, one of the most helpful things that Ron has said. Is uh, to allow the stepchild to set the pace of that relationship.
1: That's uh, that could not be uh, more accurate. Speaking to my twelve-year-old self, Mm -hmm. right when mom is dating someone new and And he comes in and he wants to take you to the ball
0: game and he wants to, hey, sport, you want to go play catch mm, in the backyard? Right, you're not my dad.
1: Exactly. I mean, it's it's so easy to get yourself when you are trying when you are the step right yeah. it's so easy to fall into the wicked stepmother right uh, archetype if you will by trying to be a sub when you're not what what i've tried to help folks see is you can actually have a unique role in the child's life that is different than either parent right that can be incredibly influential as long as you stay in your lane and like like Ron says, and let the child keep the pace or set the pace, yeah. of that relationship. I, my kids have grown up their whole lives with eight grandparents, oof, because yeah, because my wife, both of your, yes, my wife grew up in a divorced family, both remarried, and I grew up in a divorced family, both remarried. So actually, yeah, my yeah. dad, my dad's second marriage mm. was over by the time they were married. So I, I was going to say you kids. could, yeah, you could, yeah, by the yeah, by the time we had kids, so I I could have said nine, nine but yeah. yeah. Right, but they never. So they've had eight, and five of them are female, which has been interesting. Yeah. again, reflective. Sure. Yeah, of yeah, yeah. The that, new trends, sort of modern family. Exactly. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And that has been their existence their whole lives. Now, what I will tell you is, for the most, for most of our married life, I would say that uh, the closest relationship, one of the, maybe the closest relationship between either my wife and I and any of those eight parents, grandparents. Has been um, uh, Jenny to her stepmom.
0: Jenny to her stepmom. Okay. Okay.
1: It's a relationship with a step has been, a, in many ways, the, the best relationship, the highest quality relationship. Huh. Now, I think we're turning the tables and, and reconnecting with each of our four biological parents, but she always had a very strong relationship with her
0: stepmother. Well, and some of that is, you know, in transactional analysis, you know, mm-hmm. there are three positions. There's parent, adult, adult, and child. Right. And, and a lot of the struggle that goes on between parents and adolescents is moving from that parent-child relationship to an adult-to-adult relationship. Absolutely. But a step is positioned to never occupy that parent role, but to move into that adult role. Yeah,
1: I would think they are better positioned. Yes. Yeah, if they are positioned as if another, they, yeah. as an adult.
0: If they move in, in, right. that, in that capacity, as opposed to insisting, I'm going to be the parent around here. Yes. so So rather than trying to parent... Think more like a coach or a mentor or so, a
1: teacher. And 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 for a long time, it's an observer.
0: For a long time, it's like a yeah. babysitter.
1: It is some that yes, the only capacity you have to enforce any discipline is when you are acting in the biological parent's stead.
0: Right. You kind of go from being a babysitter to being like an uncle. Right. And then to being a a coach or a mentor. Right. Or a trusted adult sure. figure in that person's life.
1: Yeah. The, the, trying to quote-unquote parent yes the one thing i hear a lot in over the years doing counseling was that uh i'm gotta be the parent because the biological dad is only, checked out, yeah, or, or he only yeah. sees the kids every other weekend and he right. doesn't want to so we but we've got no discipline and i keep telling him you gotta discipline these kids or they're mm. gonna run all over you and so i gotta do, you know that mistake yeah of course and and I'll usually just ask. So, at what point did you realize that maybe instead of getting married, you got hired hmm. to be to be the enforcer, the enforcer that yeah, can to be, be the
0: to be the, right. the police officer on campus, right?
1: Yeah, that's a and usually that's helpful or eye opening to see. Yeah, it feels like I kind of got co opted into this role, but not realizing actually you just stepped into a triangle <laughs> between right. the dad and his kids that you had no part of.
0: Well, right, and think about the word you just used. Co-opted, yeah, implies a willingness on both parties. Mm-hmm. So you stepped into it. You did, right? And you, and which means, hooray! You can step out of it. Sure, exactly. If you stepped into it, you have the capacity to step out of it. Beautiful, yes. To, to issue an apology to all parties, to say to the other mm-hmm. dad, right. your uh, what Ron calls it, the ex-husband-in-law. Mm. <laughs> wow. To say to the ex-husband-in-law, hey, listen, um. Hal's got a dad, mm-hmm. I, and I totally respect that. I, right. I would never try to replace you, so I'm going to give you my word, man-to-man. Man, mm-hmm. I'm never going to speak bad about you in Hal's presence, mm-hmm. and I just want to be a help. I don't want to make his life any more difficult than it already has been. Right. I, I just want to help him uh, move forward into successful adulthood, and if there's anything I can do, any questions you have towards me, I'm wide open. Right. Uh, that takes grown-up. It does. Like, you've got to be grown up to, to have that conversation.
1: And I think the conversation's even harder when you have it with your spouse. Yes. Instead of your spouse's ex. Yeah. When you have the conversation with your spouse, they would say, you know what? Um, you and I have got off to the wrong foot. We've set up this deal where I'm supposedly a new parent, right, to this kid. Right. And uh, that just continually sets me up to not have a good relationship with the kid because that gives them an immediate defense against anything I try
0: and i can rather than doing that i'm going to i'm going to sit in the second chair yeah and i'm going to let you see uh, uh, the the first chair and the second chair both both play the same notes mhm right but but the first chair sets the volume right. sets the tempo sure sets all of that and so i'm going to allow the biological parent right to be first chair and i'm going to sit in the second chair and if, if she and i have you know disagreements about something we'll do that offline
1: yeah we're going to have to work it out, but if there is a disagreement between the two of you, between you and your
0: child... Yes. I'm me and go- my child or me and my stepchild?
1: You and your... St- I'm saying, uh, say I'm the, the step, right? Okay. There's additional... Yeah. You're in between you and your biological child. Yes. Right? I'm going to send your biological child to you. Yes. Yep. It's up to you guys. You guys am, work this out. I'm not getting, in, not the middle, getting in the middle. Which is exactly
0: of that. the way you would do it in your house if one of your kids came to you complaining about your wife. Absolutely. Well what Same your, principle. What'd your mom say when you talk to her about mm-hmm. this? Because I'm not getting in the middle of that triangle. No. It it's more I think it's more important. I hate to say it more important, but yeah. but it, it it's a much more delicate situation in a blended family.
1: It is. It is. But I think it's, but even, it's I think it's as even, important. Even yeah. even more vital, actually. Because Here's a, eventually, I will be involved in a converse, or uh, not, not every time, but I will a lot of times be involved in a three way conversation between mm-hmm. me, my wife, and one of our kids because we're both biological parents to sure. those kids, right? Sure. But in a step situation, I don't have to be.
0: Right. I don't have to be here for this.
1: Yes. And in, in so many ways, I do not want to be a contrarian voice to either one of them.
0: Right. I th- I also I think it, it would be helpful for even the biological parent to to be careful to not undermine the adulthood of the step.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right. So if flesh it, that out. If the step parent has made a choice that that the biological parent disagrees with, right, to be very careful how you approach that conversation, mm-hmm. rather than reversing it behind his back or right. her back, right. Rather than well, he's not really your parent, so you don't really have to sure you know to have that conversation separate and say, "Hey, listen, moving forward i mm-hmm. uh, I would like for you to consult me on those kinds of things, or hey listen we have a, we we've kind of have an agreement here that that i didn't inform you about, right, and here's why I kind of made that decision, so I would respectfully ask you to check with me on those kinds of things moving forward
1: well it it what it means is that the biological parent is always going to be the captain.
0: Mm-hmm. Exactly.
1: Always going to be the captain.
0: And, and that's just right. something that in a step family or in a blended family, the step, can you've got to get used to that.
1: Yes. That's a, you
0: know Suck it up, buttercup. I mean, that's, this is and the if way you've got it your,
1: is. And ring about bell. If you've got your own kids, then you're the captain with them with Exactly. With, with them kids. <laughs> is that what I just said?
0: <laughs> it is what you you're said. The <laughs> you're the
1: captain with them kids. <laughs> you the captain with them yeah, you're the captain with your own kids, yes. right? Yes, and,
0: and so now if you're talking about having two sets of kids kind of coming together Brady Bunch style. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> one thing to, to consider, we use the term blended family. Mm-hmm. This is one of the things that I thought of, you know, last night. I was thinking okay. through some of this stuff. Cool. Um, we talk sometimes about the difference between being a thermostat and a thermometer, true. right? True, true. I think there's also a difference between putting everybody in a blender versus putting everybody in a crock pot.
1: Okay, Crock because pot
0: takes time, oftentimes with we warmth. Want, we want every you see how with you, warmth. it just the, the metaphor continues, right? Aww, isn't that nice? Things are going to dissolve. Yeah. Things are going to blend. Things are going to meld. Oftentimes at their own pace.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: If we want to throw all of our kids and their new maw, yeah. all in a big blender, blender. and push blend yeah. until we're all, we we might actually promote resistance.
1: True, because what we're asking you to do is is essentially give up who you are in
0: order to be the part of this new mix. Exactly. As opposed to putting them in a crock pot and allowing them to sort of mm-hmm. meld mm-hmm. at their own pace. Okay. Maybe I can get
1: there. There's a part of me that's saying, maybe we should just all... The I'll carrot
0: go. stays a carrot in the crock pot. Yeah, it doesn't become true. part of the beef. Okay, okay, that's true. That's good. Because right. I was
1: thinking a tossed salad. I mean, okay, when mix, I mix yeah. a mixed salad, everybody everything remains but again, the same.
0: I'm but forcing them sure. to mix it up now. Sure, you sure. get over here and you sit next to that one, and right. you, we're gonna have a signed seating and, and all that poor, kind of stuff.
1: The poor lettuce gets bruised. <laughs> bruised lettuce that And way. there's no warmth.
0: There's no warmth. The crock pot, the, the crock pot is slow. <laughs> okay.
1: It's got some legs. Now, obviously, no metaphor is perfect. No, or, no, 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 no. But, but the difference okay, it, is, blender,
0: we go for speed. Yeah. Mm, that's we good. want it to happen now. Sure, sure. And a crock pot, we know it's going to take a while. Right. And it's going and to okay it's gonna with be that. done when and, it's done.
1: And we think it's better that way. Yeah. Sure. We don't like the bass <laughs> way. <laughs> <laughs> cooking fish, right? Exactly.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <clears throat> yeah. Okay, that's good. Yeah, that's I good. Think... I like that with warmth. Sure, sure. It's it's so one of the things I think that doesn't uh, because we're trying to be sensitive to the fact that this is now you know might be more than fifty percent sure. of you know the houses that make up a America. We want to be sensitive to that, and so we don't want to make people. We want to remove the stigma sure
0: exactly of that we want to remove the stigma and, of and and inspire them right. with some hope, sure that just because this isn't plan a right, that doesn't mean uh and at well, the same we time gotta for plan b
1: right true at the at the same time, I do want people to be aware of the natural consequences right of those decisions slash
0: circumstances mm-hmm The odds are great Mm -hmm. that you will get caught in a triangle at some point in time. Yes. The odds are great that you will criticize your new, beautiful wife's child, Mm -hmm. and she will turn into a protective mama bear.
1: There are times—absolutely. There are times when you will wish— that it was just you and your new spouse. Yes, well, or maybe yeah. just you and your new spouse and your kids, yeah, and not, not her hers. or the other.
0: Yeah. you and
1: your new spouse or and her kids.
0: The new baby that we that decided we have together to yes. have. So so now we have yours, mine, and, and ours. ours. Sure,
1: sure. And it's going to be very challenging to not have a primacy, yeah, on your biological children. To not show
0: that kind of favoritism that is so blatantly obvious to everyone.
1: It is going to be very, very difficult. It's going to challenge you in ways that you cannot possibly anticipate.
0: And yet, it is possible that your second marriage is... Fantastic. ...rewarding and healthy, and it is possible to beat the odds that you talked about at the beginning. Sure, absolutely. Here's here's a difficulty...
1: Is, and this is this is this is hard to uh, this is hard to sometimes talk about is when I am talking to a biological nuclear family, mm-hmm. I will tell them that the marriage takes has to come first primacy mm-hmm. over the relationships with the kids. Here's what I will say. Here's what I'll say. In a blended family, I believe that that needs to happen eventually. But
0: not for a while. I might even say it needs to happen sometimes, but not all the time. Mm -hmm. At least not yet. Right. There are times to say to your child... This is my new spouse, mm-hmm. right? And I am going to commit this time, sure, to her and to us, right? And so this is taking priority over you. Yes, there are going to be times when I say to my new wife, mm-hmm. "My daughter really needs me right now." Yes, and I need to put that right. at a higher primacy than this. Right. Yes. And
1: I I think in many ways that's going to need to be the norm for Mm -hmm. a while in an effort to help your kids grow through their grieving process of the loss. Because, and and I can't imagine how difficult this is. I I can tell you how difficult it is personally from the standpoint of the child. Mm -hmm. But I cannot do it from the standpoint of a spouse, uh, is how do I balance the walking alongside my child as they grieve, especially when the new wedding Mm -hmm. is celebration and joy. Exactly. And And it does nothing but, I I don't know, cement.
0: The fact that 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 is over and not coming back. Exactly. We're not going back to the way it was. But that old marriage and way of life is... Done.
1: Buried. Yeah. Coffined.
0: And as a result, because, especially when you're dealing with kids... Right. You can't take the bullet out of the gun. Right. So for me, then, it's incumbent upon me to make sure I have a bulletproof vest. hmm Wear that bulletproof vest, but anybody who's ever worn one will tell you, when you get shot... Hurts. It hurts. Right. But you survive. Doesn't kill. Doesn't kill you. But it hurts. So you're going to encounter that in this blended family. Kids are going to say things. Teenagers are going to say things. Your spouse, yeah, who you love so much, who was so focused on you during the dating process. Right. Once you get back to some kind of routine and mm-hmm. she's got kids or mm-hmm. he's got kids, your spouse is going to say things. Right. And it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt. But it doesn't have to kill you.
1: No. Yeah, developing a thick skin that still maintains a sense of sensitivity uh-huh. is really difficult. A thick skin that is not calloused. Right. Let it hurt. Is really, really difficult.
0: Really and learn difficult. to say like you tell ta- you tell married couples this all right. the time. Learn how to just say ouch. Right. I don't know if you meant for that to hurt.
1: But it does hurt. But that hurt. And maybe I deserve it. Yep. Maybe, maybe I overstepped. Maybe I have put too much priority on the happiness I feel in this new marriage.
0: I haven't been sensitive enough uh, to this. To
1: how difficult that must be for you.
0: Maybe I'm trying to speed this process along too much.
1: True. Make everybody assimilate. Mm-hmm. Right? I don't want assimilation. That's the blending.
0: What do you want?
1: Well, I can tell you the 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 academic term. Okay. Differentiation. Where everyone grows stronger as an individual with their ability to represent themselves honestly to one another as individuals. Where everybody has that mutual respect for each person's individuality.
0: Whether that person is 5 or 45.
1: Yes. that it's, It's not adulthood. Right. It's individuality. That you have individuality before you have adulthood.
0: That's important.
1: I, I don't think I've ever thought it that way. But it's true.
0: Yeah, you, you have to have individuality before you can move into adulthood.
1: Right. And, and we are, as the leaders in each family, are the ones who respect that individuality. One way I've said it, I think I've said this before, is the best way to build family teamwork, it's built playing one-on-one.
0: Teams are built playing playing one-on-one. Great
1: teamwork. Family teamwork is built playing one-on-one, meaning one-on-one time with each kid, Mm -hmm. with each parent, trying to get to know each other as individuals that way so that we have a deeper understanding of each other and a deeper respect for each other's individuality. You do not need to experience the same things in the way I'm experiencing them. Right. You do not have to be happy for my <laughs> new marriage. Sure. There's a great song. I would love
0: it if you were,
1: but. But not if you were doing it because you felt obligated.
0: Yeah, to if do you're it. putting on a show.
1: Or, if, or thinking that I can't handle it if you're unhappy. Right. There's a great song by the band Everclear called Wonderful. And. <sighs> The lyrics, I've played them for divorcing couples a lot, because I want them, as they're moving towards the finality of that, I want them to recognize that uh, th- you are going to feel a sense of relief mm-hmm. as this process comes to an end, and the children are, are in many ways going to experience a deeper sense of grief Yes, while you feel relief. Now, you're going to feel grief as well. But the song Wonderful... But again,
0: because you started the grieving process... Long before they did. ...a long time ago. Exactly. The song
1: Wonderful talks about what it's like to be a kid when your parents divorce and then begin to move on from the divorce. Mm -hmm. How he hates hearing you, Mom, I hate hearing you say everything's going to be wonderful now. All I want is the way it was. It was, yeah. I want my Star Wars poster on my bedroom Mm -hmm. door. You know, I don't want to meet your new friends. I don't want to start all over again. I just want it w- the way it was. And I, I, the last thing I want to hear is how wonderful it is for you. It's not wonderful for me. And, it, and it's a healthy reminder. There's another one, another song by the group Blink One Eighty Two, and uh, it's called "Stay Together for the Kids." Yeah, and the the the. Chorus is, so here's your holiday, Mom. Hope you're having fun, basically. Yeah. You enjoy this. Meanwhile, I'm still back here dealing with, uh, you know, the, the the shards of what our family was like. And it doesn't take much for a parent to come alongside that kid.
0: And affirm that kid and say... um this must be hard for you.
1: I can't imagine. I'm not in yeah. your situation.
0: Yeah. Like, if
1: I were going to uh, through a divorce, uh, I hope that I would be able to say to each of my kids, look, I grew up in a, going through my parents' divorce, but even that doesn't mean I know what you're going through.
0: That's like saying, I remember when I was 14. Which is, which is Dumb. nonsense yeah you know, because nonsense. i was 14 in 1984 there was no exactly. internet there was no smartphones the berlin wall was still up and my
1: memory of it is, is not colored. objective yeah exactly exactly right i and i've projected it and also i'm the one who's helping make your current 14-year-oldness <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly difficult so uh it doesn't it doesn't commute uh it doesn't compute to them like doesn't we think equate. it would yeah, yeah it doesn't yeah, it's, equate. it's not apples to apples right
0: Hey, obviously we were able to just scratch the surface. Sure, sure. Maybe we sure. can talk about this a little bit more. But uh, thanks for listening to You Must Chill, the weekly podcast on all things scream free. It's just two guys trying to figure out how to grow themselves up so that we can. Uh, sorry, calm ourselves down first, first. Yes. So that we can grow ourselves up. So that we can get closer to people who matter most.
1: Unless you have chiggers all over and your. And I am staying far, far you away. Don't want man. to get close all right, to We'll this. talk to you more next week.